I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're discussing the overturning of Roe v. Wade. So grab your dissent. And let's get civical. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am Lizzie Stewart. Barely. She's barely, barely. Lizzie Stewart. Right, Stewart I'm right now. hanging on by one single thread. It's And it's fraying. It's fraying and before she's, eyes. And she's going taut. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, she is Lizzie Stewart. I am Arden Wallentowski. And uh, today we are coming at you on our hands and knees. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am ill and mm-hmm. and but recovering, not COVID. Shout out to me. Uh, uh, but if I sound like I'm in a lower register, it is because I am. <laughs> but don't worry, it's still me. <laughs> it's still Lizzie. It's still me. 
And, you know, we're finally having having the talk that I'm sure you all have been waiting, bated breath, for us to have. <laughs> and what what do you want us to do? Be excited about talking about this? We won't. <laughs> okay, oh god. No. This is not a this is not I mean, this could be a drinking episode, but for very different reasons than yeah. our other drinking episodes. Um yeah, this is a very serious serious one that feels like uh no joking no joking joking. just just thoughts just thoughts and no prayers just thoughts just (laughs) no prayers because uh they've forsaken us but Mm -hmm. we do have to do this we don't have to do this we want to do this because it's important um for us so if you're joining us for the first time this is not going to be like our usual episodes um for obvious reasons so yep. come again, but stay, stay, t- put your feet up put your <laughs> for today. Yeah. Or if you really want to laugh, go back and listen to the hot dog contest episode oh. because that's a joy and a pleasure. I know. Or any of the, any of the episodes when we cover assassinations, a joy and a pleasure. A joy and a pleasure, not for them, but you know. But not for them, for us covering <laughs> them. But yeah, this one, this one will be reflective and contemplative. Reflective, contemplative, we have notes, but we also will just have thoughts, and that's what it's going to be this week, which is fine. So, obviously, we're talking about the overturn of Roe v. Wade, which happened three weeks ago, a few weeks ago now. Yep. And we are going to talk about the case that did it, uh, a little bit about the opinion what it said, what it means, how we feel, because we are two humans with uteruses whom this affects, and whatever else we want to talk about, we're going to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. Some of the repercussions, like other things that are starting to Mm -hmm. happen. Yeah. Things that are happening in the States. The States are up to no good. I'm drinking coffee. You might hear me drink my coffee. Look, this is a this is a it's no the only thing that's keeping her together. Edit episode. <laughs> so you're gonna hear all of us today. I'm not gonna hide who we really are <laughs> today. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So, so I think. Oh, you go. You know well, what? You say just, it first. I was just gonna say. So we're gonna read some notes from Oye because mm-hmm. it is a um, the it was a Supreme Court decision um, to overturn Roe v. Wade, obviously. And so there was a court case. So we're going to talk about the court case a little bit that overturned Roe v. Wade. And then we'll just talk about some other things. And there are a few sources. And so we'll tell you where all this stuff is coming from. So uh, the notes on on the Supreme Court case is coming are, is coming from OEA. There's some info um, in an article by Timothy Bella from uh, Washington Post. An article from Adam Lipdack in the New York Times. Um, some research from Pew on like the types of abortion and how frequent they are done by Jeff Diamond and Bashir Mohammed. And then an article from Emma Bowman on NPR. So yeah, so we'll, we'll touch on some things. We'll read you the stuff on the SCOTUS case that overturned Roe v. Wade. It's almost like I don't want to say its name. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like the court case that should not be named. (laughs) I know, I know. It's like Voldemort. I, it yeah, really it's like, is. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like we've we've done the we've 
we don't say the names of the school shooters anymore. We don't say, mm. you know, it's like we don't give them notoriety. Like, I, I, I don't want to give this court case notoriety. Like, like, I don't even want to say its name. I know. Yeah. So so that's where we're at. Lizzie, do you want to do you want to start? Sure. Read the Oyes and then and then I'll go. Yes, I will. I'll start with the uh, overall the facts of the case that led yeah. to the overturn. I'll, I will say the name of the case because yeah. for facts sake, we will say the name. So this is for Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. That is the case that we are dealing with that overturned Roe. So these are the facts of this case. In 2018, Mississippi passed a law called the Gestational Age Act, which prohibits all abortions with few exceptions after 15 weeks gestational age. Jackson Women's Health Organization, the only licensed abortion facility in Mississippi, and one of its doctors filed a lawsuit in federal district court challenging the law and requesting an emergency temporary restraining order. After a hearing, the district court granted the restraining order while the litigation proceeded to discovery. After discovery, the district court granted the clinic's motion for summary judgment and enjoined Mississippi from enforcing the law, finding that the state had not provided evidence that a fetus would be viable at 15 weeks. Because it's and not. Because, supreme- <laughs> oh, well, let me finish this. Put a okay. pin in that. Okay. Viable at 15 weeks and Supreme Court precedent prohibits states from banning abortions prior to viability. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit affirmed. So they're like, this, the fetus isn't viable at 15 weeks. It is not. It is way, 15 weeks is so much earlier than it sounds. It's not like there's been something like full, it's, it's, it's just, I feel like people don't comprehend that like, the when people start when doctors consider a woman pregnant <laughs> right 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 yeah you know it's not it's not when you take the pregnancy test it is two weeks three weeks four weeks before any any sign that you were pregnant <laughs> right that's just when you start counting it right it's crazy yeah so 15 weeks is literally laughable <laughs> that that somebody would think that there is viability <laughs> Right, but, I mean, that's, that's absolutely ridiculous. There's no... It sells, I, it sells, it there's sells, no, it sells. There's no, like, there wouldn't even be anything to intubate. Like, no. you see those preemie babies that are, like, just hanging on for dear life, and they're, like, two pounds, and they've got all these things that... There isn't even anything to, like... No. ...stick onto. Like, you couldn't put any kind of monitor on them. You couldn't intubate them. You couldn't... I just... It's not viable. It's so... It's not. It is maddening. No. So to continue with Oye, Mm -hmm. the Constitution does not confer a right to abortion. Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood of Southeastern Pennsylvania versus Casey are overruled. Justice Samuel Alito authored the majority opinion of the court. So it's not in the Constitution. (laughs) I tell surprise... Neither are cars or carbon emissions or, you know, women. Yeah. It, like, that one. What do you mean it's not in the So oh. this is where we go off, off, off notes because 
if you've had if you've had the displeasure of reading even just parts of Alito's opinion, it's wild. It's wild. I mean, because there, um, and we'll get to this, you know, the other justices who are in the opinion, some wrote concurring opinions. And, and when they do that, it's to be like, I agree, but kind of for a different reason. Right, right, right. And I was reading the different reasons ones, and I'm like, that I don't agree with, but makes way more sense than, <laughs> than, than everybody deciding to go with Alito's, which is abortion isn't in the constitution and there's no there's never been any abortion and any laws that we've ever had for the whole time so therefore it can't be it can't be protected now and i'm like alito we weren't in the constitution at all right right, right. Right, do you not remember who was allowed to make the constitution (laughs) we weren't invited we weren't weren't invited invited. (laughs) so yes of course we're not protected it's just it's it's like do they not want like plane regulations do they not want i just i just it's so hard to fathom how you can walk about in a world full of technology and then also be like but this thing isn't in the constitution so you can't have it and it's like that's yes. funny i'm just going to sit here and think about that while i drink my iced coffee and watch my news on my smartphone like what world right. are you living in i know it's oh. always it will always baffle me always that john roberts assigned alito to deliver this opinion I'm because not that not that it changed like obviously the 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 opinion is what it is like the or the the number is what it is like the majority is to overturn Roe right but to give it to to give it to this to give it to Alito takes an illegitimate argument right and makes it somehow even more illegitimate I just feel I'm like, like why you you should have written it. Right. Well, <laughs> what we've learned is that Justice Chief Justice John Roberts has no fucking backbone. Yeah. Like, not a single shred of, like, Gryffindor in his body. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I just feel like in the movie of his life, it will be a very sad one. And it will be probably, like, a sure. B movie. Because who wants to be in a movie about a guy who doesn't know how to stand up for actual principles that he probably would have believed in otherwise, except yeah. that he's been swayed by, you know, the day, the, like the, the feeling of the time and the people in the room. And so he's like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm just going to like all of this stuff with the, we can cut this out. Cause now it's just rambling, but like the Trump hearing, no, I'm keeping like, it. In. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, how, how do you, just like a wet blankie yeah i agree sad wet rained on blankie he's not even a linus because linus at least has hope and a sense of maturity this is like (laughs) oh god yeah i think i think there are so many things to be said about the roberts court but to to uh, because he assigns like i guess we should be clear about that the chief justice assigns who writes the opinion 
you know, and, and, and who writes, who writes the, the majority. Um, and he had every authority to write this opinion. Yeah. And he should have, because yeah. it's, to leave it to, I mean, obviously it can't be Clarence Thomas because that's insane. The but to give it to the second most right. um, volatile <laughs> justice when right. when you, I understand that the court in theory is not supposed to be swayed by the times for sure, and I agree it shouldn't be necessarily swayed, but it should modernize with the time to an extent. Right. Or else how can we or else none of us possibly, have rights. What is the point of them if they don't? Right. It's just. But, the most... but you can't be pressured, I guess, by what people want. I I guess. I guess. In some, sure. in some respects, that. that's it's supposed to be an impartial authority on paper. Right. But you can be empathetic to the right. fa- like it's it can't it couldn't have been lost on him what the reaction to this would be. Like right. how profound this moment was. Right. And to not step up and say, I am the chief justice of this mm-hmm. court. I am seen as a, as a relative conservative moderate, which he is. Yep. I will write this. Right. But to give it to, to be like, Alito, you do it. And, and do we'll it. concur with you. That's insane. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would have been like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Anybody else mm-hmm. except Clarence Thomas? I think that would. I mean, his he did write his own, and it's even. Oh my god! I just. It's even worse. It's even worse than Alito's, which, if you can believe. I also found it interesting, and I'm not surprised, but I found it interesting that we didn't hear from the one woman who concurred with this opinion. Oh sure. Um, you know, not a. She didn't write her own. I mean, not that you don't have to. You don't have to write your own separate concurring opinion like um roberts and kavanaugh and clarence thomas did but it again i'm like (laughs) girl you're you're the only representative on the team it's again an interesting choice yeah and i think uh uh you know it's a i think it's a shame to both her and gorsuch to have not put their thoughts down on paper as well i'm like i feel like everybody should have to say why (laughs) <laughs> yeah, why? Why? When I you're just, doing this, you know? Because I feel like recently there was a court case, and I can't remember which one it was. But basically the the decision was like, this is, they didn't say settled law or whatever they usually say. But it was, you know, it, it's like it's such an important topic that, like, we we shouldn't have decision-making power over that. Like, it should go to Congress. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like, how do you not see (laughs) the huge power that you have in overturning Roe v. Wade? Like, you can't just say, like, you can't wash your hands of it. Right. You know, and I feel like maybe, I don't, I mean, I don't know, by the, you know, by those two justices who didn't write opinions, like, are are they just trying to wash, like, wash their hands of it, you know, or or just, I, I don't know, it's... I mean, it's so hypocritical and nonsensical to say this is beyond our our purview. Mm-hmm. And and because of that, we're we're overturning it or we're turning it down or we're saying like you got you and Congress should do something about it. Yeah, because it's not our job. 
I just, it's, it's, there's so many logicals that I'm like, how did you guys write your papers to get into undergrad, let alone all of these yeah. flipping Ivy League law schools that they all went to? Like, how did you actually get in? Because if I wrote a paper like this and turned it into a TA, I would get a C. Yeah. It, like, I mean, well, yeah. They are, this is a C minus opinion. It's a C minus it's opinion. It's just, it's all over the place. And it reeks of um, impartiality. No, partiality. Partiality. Yeah. (laughs) Reeks of partiality. Yeah. It is not impartial. Yeah. I think also the thing that it was brought up immediately and I think is also so valid is I think I put Alito and Clarence Thomas aside because they've had decades on the court. So like put them aside and they and they kind of to me exist in like this weird extreme festering dark hole they don't love themselves so how could they possibly expect anybody else to love love anybody else else kyle and i have been literally living in rupaul's drag race for the past three weeks and that's the only place that's it's a happy safe place for me (laughs) nonetheless back to my point just taking um, Kavanaugh, Amy Comey Barrett, and Gorsuch, not both, all three elected to the court, not elected, but, you know, confirmed to the court in the past, you know, four years. Right. Max. All three are like, this is settled. Roe v. Wade, law of the right. land. Right. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, I'm not Lies. saying that you can't be a justice and change your mind throughout your career, which like I'm looking at Clarence Thomas. I'm like, who you were when you started is not who you are now, honey bunny, mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. So, yeah, like change and morph. But those three, I'm like, oh, you no, lied. I just lies. <laughs> you just, just lied. lied. I mean, it's, especially Amy. I'm like, that was what, t- two years ago when you right. haven't had enough. There hasn't been and there hasn't been anything that's yeah. happened that could have possibly yeah. have changed your mind. Right. And there, wasn't so there I something? Think, wasn't there something leaked to like? It was a letter from, I forget which one, which justice it was, uh, but one of the recent ones that was like a, a a letter or an email or a note to Susan Collins, um, basically like promising that they wouldn't, the justice in question wouldn't vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. And there was well, a bunch did. of newspaper articles about it. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll set it in the live hearings. Yeah. They also it's all, and then, we have and it on then, tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then this was also like a, a more like personal mm. note to her. And because I, she then voted for them. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I just impeach them. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm really, and I, I, I've had been having conversations with friends and people at work that it's just like, you know, the Republicans don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about like, oh, no, who they, this, is, who they, this was the agenda. This was the agenda. They don't give a shit. They don't they are willing to fight. They're willing to like, you know, verbally attack you like they don't oh, give yeah, a yeah. shit as long as their goal is achieved. And I'm just like, yeah, like what? Like, how do how do we get that? How do, let's do that. <laughs> Let's I wanna, make it West Side Story. Let's Sharks make it West Side Jets. Story. Sharks Come Jets. on. Let's go. I, da, da, I, da, 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 da. I can't stand it. Like, the, you know, it's like we yeah. watch the presidential debates and it's like, 
I don't think Hillary should have worn that suit. Who gives a fuck? True. Like the Republicans didn't care what Trump looked like at all. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like when, <laughs> when like tired, tired of, of being the, you know, the polite, good, quote unquote, good ones. Yeah. You know, I'm like, get your hands dirty. <laughs> right. Punch me in the face. You have any chloroform? I don't care how you right. kid a little beast. Just do it and do it now. Do it now. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying to like destroy the, like, I am not a, on the side of destroy the institutions, tear it all down, start over, no. do all of that. I am not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying use the system. Like, use the system. Use the system. Make it calculated. You know, I, and, yeah. And I and and tell like go out there and say what you're doing. The Republicans are like, we just closed all the abortion sites in Mississippi mm-hmm. except for one. Look at us. <laughs> like look at bam, us. Bam, bam. Meanwhile, you know, we pass an infrastructure bill, or you know, you know, uh, you know, California passes a law that even further restricts the emissions that can come out of cars, or you know. Something yeah. that's, you know, more lefty and progressive and, and, and big D Democrat in nature. And it's, you know, not, exci- it, like, nobody's excited. It's not touted. And it's yeah. harder to, like, be excited about that kind of a thing because, I don't know, it's not a, maybe it's not as sexy. I don't know. Like, the Democrats just have to be sexier to their own people. Yeah. Like, I agree. Like, stop being... I don't even know what, like, not sexy. Stop being not sexy. <laughs> Stop being not sexy. That is the moral of this episode. Please stop being not sexy. <laughs> That's my official advice. Stop being not sexy. And two, I'm so tired of, just bring it back. Bring sexy back. And if it has to be Justin. in the form of Obama, just bring, just bring it back. Just bring it back. I'm begging, begging. Oh, my God. We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. 
Should we actually say what what the more about what the decision was? Yes. yes. So here's some more of the the opinion and and deciding when to overturn precedent according to our beloved Oye Oye. So, quote, the Constitution does not mention abortion. The right is neither deeply rooted in the nation's history nor an essential component of ordered liberty. That sounds like an opinion to me. That's like, <laughs> that's not a fact. Abortion is not an essential part of an essential component of ordered liberty. <laughs> how you really what? feel? How do you, how do you, what? I, the, the, those are, no, those are so like such nebulous ill-defined concepts ordered liberty according to who what even is that whom i know what even is that i just but also and like the first part the the right is neither deeply rooted in the nation's history i'm like well neither is the women's right to vote right to be honest (laughs) or neither is interracial marriage to be honest (laughs) right you know what we used to do all the time kill people when they had debts do you want to bring that back Let's bring it back. I'm like, what are you talking about? We used to put people in prison because they couldn't pay their bills. That's deeply rooted in our nation's history. We've been, the whole, the whole thing we've been doing is trying to like look around and say, oh, wow, we really messed this up at the beginning. Right. Like the beginning of this nation's history was not something we should be looking as a beacon of guiding light. (laughs) It was a starting point. You had to start somewhere. Even they knew that. They tried no. to give us the best starting point that they could with the information and the morals and the guiding principles that they had at the time. But they <laughs> Which knew- are only land-owning white men have rights. Right. That is the starting point. That was the starting point. And I'm that not saying that, that was correct. That is the only thing I'm rooted saying- deeply in this nation's history. Right. And I'm not saying that's correct. I'm just saying that that was their norm. Yeah. Their normal at the time. So, But they also knew that things would change. And I'm sure they were hoping that it would change to be better for the white man with money and not for the anybody else not for anybody else but you know what say la vie like it things changed for everybody else and everybody else was included in the conversation so i yes i just don't it was a starting point and they themselves would say that (laughs) yeah so the five factors that should be considered in deciding whether a precedent should be overruled support overruling roe v wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey, according to Oye. One, they, quote, short-circuited the democratic process. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I guess because there's not a national law. Yes, they're gerrymandering it. (laughs) They're saying Congress should have decided this, not us. Right, right. Forget that Congress can't even, like, walk into a room together, but sure. Two, both lacked grounding in constitutional context, history, or precedent. So it's not on the it's not on the paper. It's we not, haven't it's been not doing on the it. single uh, sheet of paper. Right. And we haven't been doing it in this format since the beginning of our country. Not to mention that abortions have been happening. Of course they have. Of course they have. For all of time. For all time. All time. All of time. If you don't think that's true, you're insane. Right. Like Google. Right. <laughs> Literally Google. <laughs> Google. Or precedent, which, I mean, this was the case that established the right to privacy as a concept. 
Mm-hmm. But the right to privacy is in the Constitution. It's not named as such. Otherwise, we all would have British soldiers and pirates and whomever else staying in our homes with in us. In our house. In our house. And you know what? There just isn't enough room in my house. So I am Should glad. Certainly, I couldn't have them. The, no. The Constitution gives me a right to privacy. It does. does, But not to... not. Not to yourself. <laughs> no, no, not to my own body. No, no, not just, to your own person. Just to, to just to, to my, just to my house. It's a shame that the fetus don't don't just come into the house. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. it's a shame that it's a shame. you're pregnant. It's not just a British soldier quartering in your house. That would be. I mean, that would make it so much saying. easier. He's like, if if this was a British soldier that right. you were, you know, yeah. then then yes, get rid of it. My God. <laughs> Um, so three, the tests they established were not workable. I'm going to be honest. I don't understand what that means. The the test being like the... the Oh, yes. Undue that, burden? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. But this is... But this is... Um, these are like the five parameters to overturn any established court ruling. So the tests... The tests they established were not workable. Oh, yeah. So maybe it's like we were trying this definition for a while of Undue viability. Vi- or viability, yeah. And that's not really workable because who can tell what's viable? You know? I just feel like that should be the easiest one. Right. If it, if it can live. It right. can't live. Right. If it's simply not yet like ha- it doesn't have organs it doesn't no. have a heart it no. doesn't have any of it no <laughs> i'm like that that to me should be the easiest test right of like if you take it out and you can't and you can't, can't grow it from there right <laughs> like, it's if not it still viable. has like if it's still getting air and nutrients from you know like if it can't if it cannot draw its own breath sure you know, and its lungs cannot function on its own. Or even with the help of, sure, even with the, if it, with the help of, you know, medical assistance and whatever, you know, because there are premature, you know, there are premature babies and all of that. But, I, and I forget what week it is where it's like, there's like premature where it's like really, it, it's, there's, it's a shaky line about like if the, if the baby can survive outside the womb. And mm-hmm. it's, wait, I actually want to look this up. Look it up. Okay, here's a good article from Washington Post in 2015 by Michelle Yeehealy. Um, And it basically says the age of viability has been pegged at 24 to 28 weeks. Mm-hmm. Proponents argue an abortion ban at younger than 24 weeks saying fetuses can feel pain before then, a claim based on complex science and disputed by the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists is out there. So... 24 to 28 weeks. All of these say you like the the 15 week abortion ban is well before that. Oh yeah, way well. Way well before that. And that's why and like this is what's so frustrating, right? Is that like when you think back to the original Roe v. Wade ruling, the parameters that they set out which was like during the first trimester you know, 
you can a woman has a right to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. Second trimester, the state's interest starts to intervene, and then third trimester, it's really only if the mother's life is right. in danger. Like they, they, they thought about this. Yeah, and it made sense, and it makes sense based on the viability of the of like how like the progression of pregnancy and right. when viability starts to happen when viability starts to happen the state starts to have an interest yep but before that point and 15 weeks is certainly way before that point yeah it is the mother's decision and and that's what is so what makes me so angry is that like this was very well thought out and right. decided and right is in fact, I think, in line with most people's general thoughts around the matter. Exactly, that's the thing. There's well, there's two more points, but uh, about the things about overturning established court cases, we'll get back to that. But yes, I it's and they they did that on weaker science than we have now, mm-hmm. but they still basically hold and. Mm-hmm. If you can't, you know, you there. I mean, everything has a process of growing, growing a, a, a baby that then can live outside. The mother is a process. Mm-hmm. Going to school is a process. You know, like you don't. You are a student until you're a graduate. You know, you're not. Mm-hmm. It's it is a fetus until it's a baby. Mm-hmm. But still, like taking all that into consideration. You're absolutely right. The majority of the country does not feel the way that the court decided. Yeah. I mean, certainly not. No. So, yeah. it's, I mean, they they always, I mean, this particular court in general doesn't seem to want to have a heavy hand. Yet all they <laughs> do is, so is fucking wield a sledgehammer around and decide know, shit based on their whim. Not, it's not, I mean, that's not fair. Not a whim of the day because... It's actually a lot more calculated than that and longstanding. But like. Oh, for sure. You know, it's just. uh, Yeah. So the last two. I know. I'm like, oh, my God, my brain. (laughs) Y'all, it's it's not even nine o'clock. It's not even nine o'clock. And and this is like, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And we're out of coffee. You need coffee when your rights are being taken away. I have to be extra caffeinated now. Yeah. Yeah. So the last two points um, or factors when um, considering whether, uh, considering when deciding a precedent should be overturned um, or not by the Supreme Court. Apparently this is what they think about. Um, Number four, um, that the case caused distortion of law in other areas. I feel like it did. I feel like it did, but only because other people were like, ah, I see, I, I see the holes or yeah. like, I, I don't care about that ruling. I want to do what I want to do. And so we're going to say that the abortion provider has to have hospital privileges at whatever yeah. hospital and that the hallways have to be this size. And that right. like, well, I will say, I think that the original ruling of Roe v. Wade did not distort or did not cause that. I think oh, yeah. what Casey did in muddling it very much and then doing mm. undue burden and stripping away parts of Ro- Like, I think Roe is actually a very clear, concise mm-hmm. law. It's like, 
here's here's your windows. Here's when it's acceptable. Like, were, were there always going to be nuances? For sure. But that's yeah. like with anything, there's nuances. I mean, truly, right. the, the aftermath of overturning Roe, I think, has created way more distortion of laws yes. in, yes. Every, in like every single areas, which we could talk about. Right. But because it used to be legal in theory everywhere, even if you yeah. there was one provider there were rules around when you could go, how many times you had to go, what they had to redo, yeah. all that crap. But at least it was legal everywhere. And this is the Supreme Court, not mm-hmm. a state court. And mm-hmm. what they've done now is make it worse across the states and federally. Yeah. Well, and and created like such a such a clusterfuck of like does it mean this? Does it mean that? I mean, the, the 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 story that I think about is my hero in Texas who drove in the HOV lane and she was like, Oh my I'm God, pregnant. yes. I, yes, yes. I'm pregnant. I have, yeah. there's a person in the car with me. Yeah. And, and I'm like, that's genius. Like, it's I don't genius. know what her intentions were. If it, if it was a statement or if she was literally like, okay, great. Now this is a person. Cool. I can drive in the HOV lane. And it's a cheeky way of kind of going about it, but it's true. It's like, it's true. Well, if it's a person, <laughs> it was a person. Also, you know, let's all get pregnant and we get two votes. And we get two votes. We, we get, get two, two votes. votes. I'm voting for me and for my baby. Right. But it's but I think, you know, and the same thing of like, okay, if you live in a state and you go to another state that is abortion friendly, what are are there repercussions? Are we right. are is that allowed? Are doctors allowed to travel to other states to to perform you know like there's right. so many now na- we've opened up the kind of ultimate can of worms that this ruling caused distortion of laws in so many areas yeah so many things that i'm like this this can't be this can't be it <laughs> this no. can't be the solution to a problem that didn't exist yeah <laughs> right they've created more problems mm-hmm because, because to- in the Constitution, when the, when the founding fathers, when James Madison, God rest his soul, was in, was taking his quill and writing on that parchment, he did not have the foresight to go life, liberty, and the pursuit of abortion. Is that the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Or life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness starting from the exit of the birth canal. <gasps> like, from... Starting from 20 to 24 weeks. Right. <laughs> don't really quite know Do you, how we know that because we don't I can't don't believe really... we didn't put that in either the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence. I, it's really know, a shocker. Or a Federalist paper, for God's sake. Come on. I Alexander, mean, where were you when we needed you most? <laughs> getting his mistress knocked up. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh. Oh, my God. Because you know what? They didn't understand that. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, they were just shoving down the stairs. You know what I mean? Like, just, oh there were different ways. There were different ways. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's sad. There's, um, there's this, um, I think she writes for The Atlantic, um, Caitlin Flanagan, who I love to listen to. She's so smart. Um, and her, her mom, she talks a lot about how her mom was, um, uh, pro-choice and, and I think like helped people get abortions if I'm remembering the various podcasts that I've heard her on correctly. Um, but she, one of the things she talked about on uh, one of the podcasts I listened to was 
there are um, how women used to drink. Is it Lysol? Oh yeah, I don't know if it's Lysol, but yes, some yeah, sort of like and there's, chemical. There's actually ads that mm-hmm. like if you look like if we looked at them now, we'd be like, oh, that's a cute 1950s, 60s ad for Lysol. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. But back then they were like and she looks at it this way she's like there's like a calendar in the corner and a like a pile of baby toys maybe like there's little things in the ad that like whatever company this was and i cannot remember so i don't really want to name one but for sure but it's like telegraphing it's subtle hints that it yeah. you know you pick it up and you read the signs and you're like you can use this for your abortion yeah Oh yeah, I mean, look, it's yep. it's the thing. It's the thing that we all know. It's the thing that everybody is saying. Women have always gotten abortions. Women will continue to get abortions. They will just become less safe, right? And women will die mm-hmm. because they are having to get unsafe abortions, right? Um, and you know who doesn't die? You know the people who don't die in that scenario. Is it the men? The men. The no. men don't die. They keep not dying. Don't they, they keep not dying? And not that I want men to die. But you know what? Tip for tat. <laughs> like, you were part of this conversation, too. You got, like, this is, if you want it, half your baby. Okay, great. That means, bye-bye. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Well, it just, it's just, you know, that's why there's just that, there's never that understanding, right? I'm like, you, I don't think you, I don't think you're wrapping your head around the fact that nobody's going to wrap their head around the fact that women will die until they start dying. And that's the ultimate right. tragedy. Right. You know, because it will happen. Yeah. And yeah. and it will be of all ages. It'll be of all backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be young and it girls. Will be, it'll be older women. It'll right. be and it'll be moms with kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this last factor when we talk <sighs> yes. about whether or not to overrule something is that overruling the court case would not upend concrete reliance interests. I don't know what that means, but I feel like it's been upended. <laughs> <laughs> it's all upended. It's all. I mean, upended. there's nothing not upended. There's there can't be with this. There can't be because it's basically saying like, that like the state's interest or private people, you know, like the citizen mm-hmm. interest or whatever in, in the, in the issue that the court case involves, like would essentially not change. Which I guess maybe that's true because if you are pro choice and this and the ruling is overturned you know review way it is overturned mm-hmm. you're you're like even more pro-choice because it has been overturned like you're not changing sure yeah it's not gonna flip anybody's yeah. yeah right yeah but i concur with lizzie stewart when she says everything has been upended it's all upended it's, it's all, all upended, upended. <laughs> we're yeah. in the upside down and pretty you're soon here. we're going to find barbara we're here, Barbara. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> so, yeah. So that was Alita wrote the main opinion, which God help you if you read it. And then and then we had some concurring opinions from Clarence Thomas, which was truly as Clarence Thomas as you could possibly get. He, bless his heart, um, not only concurred with this being overturned, but also that... A Burgerfell v. Hodges, which legalized gay marriage, should be overturned. <clears throat> as well as what was the other one he wanted to overturn? Uh, oh, oh, um, birth control. 
birth control. Birth control, yeah, contraception. Yes, yes. I, the yeah. the right for um, unmarried women to have contraception. Like and 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 then I'm not joking. Like and I and I'm actually not embellishing because he actually did list it out in his opinion as other cases that needed to be examined. Yeah. So I just Clarence Tom- Thomas had his way. We would be hetero and heavily pregnant. Right. And I just like did, I, I mean we said this. We've I've said this to you on the show before. I've said it to friends. Like the Constitution does not look good for you, Clarence Thomas. Like no, you are a black man. Like wh- how far back do you want to go? Sure. Well, and and there's you know in just reading kind of response to that, which obviously there's a huge response to that for many yeah. reasons. But the I think something that was interesting was that he he left out the case that that legalized interracial marriage, mm-hmm. which does fall in kind of the same categories. Of course because it does. Because he's in an interracial marriage, which he should be. And it's great. And, like, right, and that's great. It's just, great. Even though you're married to I'm this like, you can't, crazy... you can't pick and choose which ones you get to overturn, my dove. Right. No, if, no, no, like, no. your basis is these rights don't exist in the Constitution, it's like, well, certainly interracial marriage doesn't exist in the Constitution mm-hmm. because back then it was only, only white men had privilege. And only right. white, you know, right. it's like... It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. His, I mean, yeah, his opinion is, it's exactly what I expected, but it's also very frightening, you know? Yeah. I think you gave him an inch and he wants to take a mile and it's, and it's, you know, yeah. this court could very well go there should yeah. it want to. So he concurred and then <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh also concurred in a really... I think Brett Kavanaugh way, which again, he was another one of the ones that in his confirmation hearing and to Suzanne Collins and, and all of them was like, this is precedent. I have no interest in overturning Roe v. Wade. Like the opening line of his concurring opinion is Roe v. Wade should never have been like the law of the land or something like that. It was, it was something just so blatant, like, contradicting what he said in his confirmation hearings i just impeach them if you apply for a job and you say you can code i don't even know if this is the correct terminology you (laughs) say you can code a computer you can code a website you can do javascript whatever the fuck and you can't and you show up to work and you are inadequate yes you should be fired like you lied on your resume you cannot do the job they lied yeah, I mean, and, and and that's why his was, when I was reading his, I just, I literally started laughing because it's like the, again, it's, it's it has to be in the first paragraph, his assertion of like, this never should have been the thing. And his argument was essentially that this should never have been decided by the Supreme Court. It should be decided by Congress. We have to put it back into Congress's purview, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, why didn't you say that in your yeah. confirmation hearing? Nothing's changed. Nothing, like, truly yeah. nothing has changed about that yeah. since you were asked this question versus now. Yeah. And then, of course, John Roberts gave a very, like, oh, this is, I wouldn't have gone so far as to overturn it all. I would have just decided on this case, but yeah, sorry. You know, by the time I got to his, I was just really over it. 
And then very interesting to me, because I remember when we were talking in our episode where we were talking about the Alito leak, I was like, I'm so curious as to who will write the dissent. And it never occurred to me that all three of them would issue a single dissent. And I think it's such a... It's so powerful. It's so powerful because you have, over here in the opinion, you have, what, one, two, three, four... Four kind of all over the place varying like I think this I think this let's take it away for this reason and that reason and oh maybe not this reason but you know what kind of that reason and then it's just the three of them being like they are fucking you over mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't right mm-hmm. we are so sorry yeah that this immense tragedy has is unfolding this will kill people this will kill women yeah like with utter utter sorrow we were we dissent you know just like this united clear voice of like we know this is absolutely horrific right and there is nothing we can do no it's almost like um they're the more mature voices in the room well yeah i mean because they can talk to each other and be like is this how you understand it excellent yeah this is also how i understand it let's calmly and collectively yeah tell the people what we believe and that we are sorry we could not (laughs) yeah it's like it was almost like reading it i'm like it's like they're breaking the fourth wall in a way they're like this is oh yeah and we're not gonna flout we're not like i mean they they do they piece apart the the opinion in a way that's actually really really great and refreshing but it's ultimately like the it it felt like we're like we justices as humans are Mm -hmm. writing as you americans as humans on this issue like putting putting legal jargon and precedent and gaba gaba aside yeah with Um, like utter sorrow we dissent we dissent you know Obviously, I think saying with utter sorrow we dissent is a great place to wrap up. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think we'll just continue to see how this effect. I mean, it's already created such chaos among yeah. the states. Biden's issuing executive orders to, yep. you know, do God knows what. I think if you're not voting in every single election, local, mm-hmm. state, and federal. Primary and regular. Primary and regular. Do not go on Instagram and repost and cry about things. That is not activism. No. You have to be involved from the grassroots. The midterms will be big. Mm -hmm. And if if we lose the majority, there will be more. There will be more of this to come. So go vote. Go vote. And thank you for sticking with us as we uh, go through this. Us just processing this case together i hope you enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) we will be back next week with sort of our regular schedule regular regularly regular scheduled programming yeah a little bit more light a little more lights we have an assassination coming up to just kind of cleanse the palate you know that's how we do things here So in the meantime, we love you so, so much. And if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. 
We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.